Welcome back to Safe Talk Podcast. This is your host, Gray. We got the other guys here. I'll let them introduce themselves. What's up, guys? It's Big Toes. It's 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 uh your boy, um, ankle feet, nut slayer, sixty-five. Um, it's out, it's Jeremiah Brazel. How you doing, bro? Oh, <laughs> I don't want to go after him after that shit. <laughs> hey, yo, nah, he took my whole stick. Took your whole. I was flow. sitting here trying to figure out AKAs earlier, and I was like, man, I can't really find on this. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll That's what you get. Man, you took my whole lying. stick. The you took my whole stick the last time. The hey, whole Patreon man. thing. Oh yeah, yeah Brace uh, that man's whole whole flow, bro. At least he ain't fuck up. I ain't fuck up your intro, bro. I mean. Me first, I wouldn't have taken that. Oh my god, Shamar. You fuck up my whole intro just now. I changed my ad on Instagram for anybody that cares. Now it's Shmino, S-H-E-A-M-N-O. I figured out that worked and I was like, oh yeah, I gotta get that. Nice. So, <laughs> nice. People be calling me Shmeet, bro. I'm like, alright, well. Shmeet. Whatever. <laughs> See, it's fine. It works. Shmeet. But, you know. I need okay. to have an alibi. A.K.A. Shmeet. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, what's up? It's Chrissy OG. What's up, my niggas and niggas? Ain't, yeah. no, ain't no females listening to this. You don't have to worry about the the second part. Oh, my God. You heard it here first, everybody. Jordan said women don't listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so... For today's episode of the podcast, we got a little debate. We're just gonna just gonna hop right into it. We're doing TDE, Top Dog Entertainment, versus them boys over at Dreamville. For the sake of keeping things equal, because the only person who for real representing TDE is Chris, one of us is gonna switch sides. I'll go over there. You'll go um, over to TDE. I think I've listened to way more top dog artists than I have the whole Dreamville roster. I'm looking at them like that's a lot of niggas. All right, okay. The Dreamville roster is pretty big, actually. It's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of filled, bro. It's kind of full. But I, I looked up, I looked over at TDE's roster, yeah. and there's like there's like two dudes who I have never heard of on there. Mm-hmm. I was just like, bro, I, I don't even know who these guys are. Never even heard of a song by them. Wait, who is it? Who is it? Do you remember? I can't remember their names. They weren't like I said. But I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. side, I'm side Dreamville, so I know all the artists are there anyway. Mm-hmm. He can't say that because who the fuck is Cause? I do listen to Cause. I mean, knock the hustle. Who? He's a real one. He's a real one. Real one. I, feel, I, I see. Yeah, you. I see you, bro. Knock the hustle by Cause is a banger. Yeah. Who the I can fuck do this cause. I can do this, Chris. We might be okay, bro. Lock in. It's straight. This man said lock in. All right. All right. Say less, bro. All right. Well, Jeremiah, <laughs> let's let them get uh, opening statements. All right. An opening statement. Wow. All right. You got to wow. have a representative, though, man. Everybody got to have a representative for each team, bro. So one of you guys got to choose. Yeah. Why don't y'all handle the opening statements? I don't, I don't care who. Y'all losing anyway, but. Crazy, bro. Mm. Mm. I say you're the original one, bro. I mean, so I always say Chris, go ahead. I know. I mean, you're damn right. I'm the OG. All right, go ahead. Opening statements. Come on, Phoenix, right? Go ahead, bro. 
Alright, so for years, Top Dog Entertainment has provided us with great musical acts such as Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, and SZA, and so on and so forth. They have been dropping bangers after bangers for many years. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is Dreamville better than TDE? Some back. bullshit. That's the end of your opening statement? I mean, I don't know what the fuck you want to open a statement is that, to be. Is, I'm just asking. I just want to make sure that, that, that you're completely finished, man. Yeah, um, we don't, don't, don't want to interrupt you guys. Yeah, they have a whole legacy of people who I feel do a better job artistically than anybody in Dreamville at this point. Wow. Wow, that's... A, wow. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, well, is, is, is that the closing of your opening statements? Yep. All right, would you like me to handle it, uh... Jeremiah, you want you want to handle it? Go ahead, brother. All right, right. I'll 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 start off with our closing our opening statements. All right. So uh, fact that uh Kendrick Lamar isn't in a TD anymore. We'll we'll let you have him for the sake of this argument. Of course, of course. Even though he's uh, other than he's now in PG lane. But anyway, so for years. People have been saying that uh, Top Dog might run the game. And I, I might have agreed with you in the past. Mm-hmm. But as the years have progressed, we've had so many standouts on the team of Dreamville. We've had so many albums from Dreamville. We haven't had a similar number of projects from TD in the past couple of years that we have from Dreamville. and not even speaking from a sheer number of projects wise, we haven't seen the same influence that Dreamville has had in the past couple of years mm-hmm. from TDE. So I'm saying over the course of these last years, Dreamville has definitely taken the lead over TDE artistically and numbers wise. That's in the Maya opening statement. Good answer, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Where's my good answer, Shamar? You got a bad partner, bro. <laughs> He's not supporting you, bro. <laughs> he still didn't say good answer, Steve. He still didn't say it. How we want to do this? Are we just going as a whole? Do we get to break it down? All right, let's go ahead and break it down to, right into, into, uh, into topics. All right? Yeah, so go ahead and break it down. down. Well, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, let's break it down to topics. So, so let's start... Yeah. Let's start matter, with the yeah, headliners first. Oh, okay. Okay, I can still do that. Yeah, I, I'd say let's start with the headliners first. So, which would probably be Kendrick versus Cole. Cole, yep. That's, that's, Just that's a good point. Just to go ahead and get that out of the way. All right. So, is what it looks like when an artist is able to be both real and consistent and also mature as they continue to create some people show sparks of realness but then go to other things when their realness doesn't work section 80 for Kendrick Lamar which was his first mixtape uh had breakout tracks 
for just the realness and the creativity that he was able to display. What is it? Cartoons and cereal is who who thinks of sampling Bugs Bunny to, for their opening? Who thinks of going to the TV and you know bringing up that imagery of a young child just trying to find peace in a household that does not cater to him? That is that's art. That's creativity. That's realness. And it only stretched further and further as he was able to gain more experience. Kendrick Lamar as a label leader is almost unfair to put against most others, even for, you know, what you might say, his lack of dropping the consistency and the artistry is always what makes it worth the wait. Bitch. All right. That was smooth. No, that was smooth. That All right. Smooth. What about? And I'll let I'll I'll give uh I'll give Steve uh Chris the opportunity to dog on J Cole for a little bit because I feel like it's I feel like we gotta have someone to up build some a uh, build the artist and then someone try and discredit the artist. All right. So Chris, let, why don't you try and break down Cole for us? Talk, talk about pussy ass J. Cole. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a crazy way to start. Opening. Strong opening right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think J. Cole is a fantastic rapper. However, I feel like he limits himself creatively when he works by himself and he decides to like, you know, do his own thing because he kind of just limits his creative potential as of with kendrick you have him bringing in other artists other producers different types of sounds i feel that, that j cole is a little bit stale at some points and that makes him a lot more boring than he really potentially cannot be um if i can tag in with a little statement real quick uh yeah. j cole sometimes suffers from woke nigga syndrome where exactly like he's saying a lot but like the research ain't there and the effort to do the research doesn't feel like it's there it just feels like he feels like he has it all figured out on his own yeah so an example of that can be seen on the song snow on the bluff in which he goes after uh no name for not uh yeah yeah and she didn't he uh went after no name for being a little bit too aggressive whether even though at the time it was a really dark and crucial time for being a black person in America, I feel as if that he su- he does suffer from woke nigga syndrome. And I mean, to some extent, Kendrick does too. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Because sometimes like I feel... Like Kendrick to show his respect. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just be feeling like he's right. Kendrick knows he has a flaw. He might not be right. Exactly, and I think that's a lot more, you know, open for it. But J. Cole, wait, I feel wait, like... Wait. J. Cole has a habit of making tracks about people when he feel away. But yeah. Snow on the Bluff is not the first time. I'd argue, I'd argue, just to bring back that point about Kendrick knowing he has flaws. Cole does too, because oftentimes he will mention, like even in Snow on the Bluff, he did call out that 
He was like, I may not be the best for this subject. He was like, and I may not completely understand everything that's happening. So he's bringing a little bit more like awareness, like, you know, this, he he doesn't know everything, man. <laughs> he's just giving his two cents. Well, he's giving his two cents. Well, here's this, right? All right. Who is he to give his two cents about another woman's opinion over where Kendrick is giving his two cents over a societal issue? And that's true. That's 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 one hundred percent true. But that's what more so made the whole thing strange. It's like, you know, you not heard that Cole. Sorry. And I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna hold you. This is like off the that's a matter of fact, outside of conversation on that. But I was like, yeah, I was on I was on no name side on that one, bro. Cause I was like, yeah, J. Cole, I don't know about that one, bro. But yeah, um, continue. I though, feel continue. like you know, I feel as if that if you're going to stand on something like that, if you're gonna make a whole ass song about it, don't don't then backtrack on the same song and be like, I don't know a lot of things, but here's my two cents. Like, I don't think it was backtracking. I think it was more so calling into because Cole does realize that people will like flock to what he says. That's a that's a that's a hazard of the type of person people see him as. Yeah. So he was saying like, it, you guys see me as a leader in this type of stuff. I'm not that person you should see as a leader. But then he no, goes in and then tries to give out some advice though, and trying to be a leader. The situation could have been handled in a DM, a collaboration song about the topic could have been made. Beautiful harmony for the community, but. Instead, now it's this one versus the other thing. Hmm. I think I, I call it like a stain on his discography, honestly. Like, why is this here? Ooh, the room got quiet. What were you going to say, Jordan? Uh, I was saying, I was saying, I forgot what you had said. Never mind. I can't remember what I was going to say because it was based <laughs> off of what you had just last said. Uh oh. But yeah, I feel as if. <clears throat> But anyway, I feel as if J. Cole is kind of like, I feel as if that he's a great rapper, but like, if there was other people that said this or anything like remotely similar, they would do it better than him. And Kendrick is one of them. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that the, is that the end of your, uh. Your, also, uh, folding clothes sucks. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the end of it. All right. <laughs> that's the end of it. Right, that's right. the end of I it. I thought you were going yeah, somewhere. Right. That, bro, yeah, I thought right. you... Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> would, you, would you like to take on the task of going against Kendrick, or would you like to take on the task of uh, going for Cole? Uh... I don't want. I'll, I'm gonna go for Cole because I really. It's really hard for me to discredit Kendrick, honestly, because I'm I'm more of a Kendrick fan than a than a Cole fan. Not that's for the fair. debate, but just like you know, per, from personal preference. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, go ahead. Start us off, then Jeremiah. Okay. okay. So honestly, for Cole, like I, I understand what you guys are coming from when it comes to saying like you know Cole. He was having some, some, some. You, more, ne- you never more... give up. So I'm sorry, Jeremiah. You, Jeremiah. You got it. You got. You got build a boy up. You can't. You can't start off by shooting him. No, down. no, no. I'm not shooting him down. I'm not shooting him down. I'm not shooting him down. Trust me, I'm going somewhere with this. So I understand okay. where you guys are coming from, but again, like I said, both, both, 
Kendrick and Cole, you know, has that, that tendency. That's what makes him human. But we're not going to discredit Cole for him not having a catalog of being right um, for a lot of, you know, when it comes to the music industry and stuff like that. I think that's what we really should be focusing on when it is like the music part of the of the of, of the I guess of the of the talk, you know, of, of this debate. Um, so like a lot of a lot of the stuff that you know that he was talking about earlier. Um, I forgot what, what the album's called, but I'll be honest, Brett. Um, when when he was talking about you know little this, little that, and actually giving out advice, sound advice when for uh for a lot of upcoming rappers, not even just rappers, just upcoming artists, businessmen, and all that stuff, saying like, hey, bro, you got you got your money, cool, go ahead and pocket that and save that up. And a lot of and, and a lot of folks, a lot of people. A lot of youngins saying like no don't believe that that's old head stuff and that was really in during the time where you know where a lot of folks were saying you know um rap nowadays is changing and sure it is changing but when it comes to you know cole having this whole catalog of of, of giving wisdom towards you know the community the music community the black community and stuff like that he's he's been pretty solid on that and that all came from experience and i'm, I'm not saying for kendrick that he's never been right or or he never had any, you know, wise words for, you know, for uh for anybody up and coming. But in my opinion, Cole has been the now not necessarily the spokesperson, but more of the uh upfront person who 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 goes out of his way to give some give some something back, um, knowledge wise or anything like that towards, you know, towards the community and stuff like that. So that's on my end when it comes to that talk. Um, I forgot what what else were we talking about when it came to uh uh Kendrick versus Cole. Are we just strictly going for like the woke talk or or for just music as well? No, no, no. Just in general. Just, just in, in general. general. Oh yeah. And uh, psh, psh, psh. dang, this is where I gotta keep keep going with that too. We're not gonna have like Cole in no. my in my in my opinion right now um and not to say you mm-hmm. know kendrick hasn't um been dropping anything but in my opinion i think what cole has has been dropping things a little bit more consistently right and let me know if i'm wrong has he been dropping things a little bit more consistently as well and understand where uh where, Kend- yeah. where kendrick was talking about um i forgot which song it was but he was like you know if i can remember right and please correct me you know if, if i'm misquoting or if i got got it wrong but you know he wasn't in a good space where like you know he was writing and writing right and it wasn't good enough and stuff like that and um and he was like okay uh god give me this piece of of music let me know if this is good and then he was just like you know whatever i write it is it, that's just what it is you know um and that's something that that's very relatable when it comes to you know writing music and stuff like that but i think when it comes to uh, to a, a more consistent basis i think cole has been producing more stuff um whether it be for dream dreamville his his um music uh like his solo music albums features all that stuff. I think he's been more consistent than I did. And so it's, he's been more easy to go back and listen to and look forward to um, having him so- drop something. When Kendrick, it feels like when he drops something, it's more like, okay, we know it's going to be a banger, but dang, bro, it's going to be another five years before he drops something major. You know what I mean? Which is cool. That's how you know he's yeah. good. But it's just like, you know, I think when it comes to having like uh, an artist or anybody, content creation, uh, uh, TV shows, whatever, whatever media that you want to consume, I think consistency is something that's that's very much appreciated when when you're a fan of somebody you know what i mean or a fan of something and so i think cole has and that'll that. what's up 
Uh, I was going to say, that'll segue into my point. Yeah, go ahead. Kendrick Ta- tag you in. nicely. DX tagging. All right. So, so, you know, Kendrick, amazing artist. We can't deny that. That's something that no one here can deny. But consistency is something I think that's very important in artists. And if we're being honest here, Kendrick is not the most consistent artist with putting out work. We we spent years before we got damn. We spent years after damn waiting on anything from Kendrick. It was so bad. One of the people on this podcast, uh, not to name names, Chris. Chris. Uh, one of the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan I know was upset. Was like, I I don't even care if he puts out anything. Of course he was lying. He lied to himself. But like. He was lying to himself, but it got that bad. That's something I think we can't look past when we're considering who's one of the greats here. I think another thing that we can't look past I think we can. is <laughs> something I think else we, can. we can't you know, look past. You know why? And you know why? Hey, it's exactly. not your turn yet. It's not your the turn big yet. Day. It's not your turn yet. Oh, the big day. No, I got interrupted on my roast. Let, let's 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 get back into this bullshit, okay? I had to listen to KOD a few years right after For Your Eyes Only. Uh-huh. For Your Eyes Only was a great album. Uh-huh. But then you go into KOD, yep. which KOD was some of the most... It's a mid album. It's a mid album. Whoa! It's mid. Whoa! You sure this? You sure this is? You sure this is facts based on debate? Are you sure this is facts based on emotion? Nineteen eighty five. And as much as I agree with uh, Jeremiah's point about J Cole bringing up how artists needed to save during for like whenever they got money, nineteen eighty five was kind of an overrated song. I gotta hear one more time. That that's because it was overplayed, but I wouldn't it was say definitely overplayed. I I would it say was, if it overrated. wasn't overplayed, it would not be as hated as it is. First off, it and was overrated, off, and I'm not second off, second off. Second off. Whoa, 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 it's not your turn yet, whoa, man. Calm, calm, calm yourself, bro. Before you before you catch we, these we big day hands, you, but we we didn't we didn't yell over you, Chris. Don't don't get fine, twisted. Fine, fine. Yeah. yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I want to bring up about uh, our boy Kendrick. K Dot. I love him in a lot of features, but he has some god awful features. He has some features that are bad. Controlverse, one of the best features ever made. Mm-hmm. But he has some features that I, I simply can't look past. They're they're simply not good. Yo, name some real like, quick, real quick. I don't even want to like interrupt, but like name some real quick because I gotta I gotta want to hear these. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, there's one in my head, but I cannot think of the song right now. No, it's okay. It's okay. There's one in my head, but I legitimately cannot think of what the name of this song is. Because I know a bunch of other people who do not like this feature. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't hate this feature. I just don't think it's a good feature. I I don't think it fits the song, but Mm -hmm. I can't think of the name of the song. Also, to be fair. I will say, before Chris brings it up, there is, like, one feature I can think of that's, like, a good Cole feature, but it doesn't fit the song either. But I think consistently, as a feature artist, J. Cole is a lot better as a feature artist than Kendrick is. What is the name of this song? 
Also, I will say there is one feature in a Kendrick song that I do not like, but that's only because he reuses a verse. He like basically reuses his whole verse from something else. Like you can find that whole verse on the Black Panther album. Hmm. He uses the same verse that he uses on Big Shots mm-hmm. and what is the name of that song? You know it, Chris. I'm not helping you out. Huh? I'm not helping you out. <laughs> the fact is, you do know the song I'm talking about is the worst part. Because <laughs> we've had this conversation before. We've had this conversation before. But Kendrick does reuse verses. Quite a bit, which slightly bothers. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's not a horrible thing. Right. It matches the song. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, I'd like, if you're going to do something new, do something new. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a bar. If you do, if you want to do something new, do something new. That's, that's yeah. It's valid. It's valid. And to go back to what Chris was saying, Chris, you were about to say another debate to our uh, ideas what were you about to say i had dead ass forgot because you was like you was like something about originality so keep going it'll probably come back to me gotcha yeah I, i changed topics to originality but i think i think generally speaking uh cole has a more originality and he has a bit more versatility than kendrick does I yeah, I actually do agree with that. I agree with that too. Disagree with the originality bit. Why do you disagree with that? I feel as if that production wise, sound wise, musically wise and creatively, I feel that J. Cole I and this goes back to my first point as a witch. I feel like I remember one of the verses was that like he he said no you can't be on my album and this was my whole problem with KOD it just felt bland like it didn't really and and don't get me wrong I joke about this being a mid album to me it kind of is but it's like it's a, it's a good album I wouldn't play it if you told me to play like a Jake Cole album but I feel as if that he limits himself creatively, and he doesn't have anybody else help on his albums. He does this now, and to a great extent, but I feel like he tries to keep things in more control than it needs to be. Okay. Hmm. But I'd argue that... Hold on. I got you. All right. Okay. <laughs> so the conversation is about originality? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And a lot of J. Cole's music, he recognizes like the top three artists as being him, Kendrick, and then Drake. Yep, the big three. Whenever the conversation is happening between you know regular individuals, music lovers, uh, Drake's excluded because he doesn't necessarily make a true to hip hop kind of music all the time. He you know does dance hall one day, does an Afro beat the next. Uh, it makes it but when the conversation. When the conversation is Kendrick and Drake, 
I feel that Kendrick is always pushed more above Cole due to the fact that they can both make songs that entertain the masses. Cole had an album, albums where there's a priority on entertainment. You can learn something, but you can most definitely have fun. You can you can tone it out and have fun. People can balance out their learning experience and their entertainment with Ken Kumar song. You can go into it and choose which one you want. I can put on these walls from Spin Butterfly and either think about what these walls is about or just have fun. It's the outcast hey ya effect. And I think that's a very crucial artistic tightrope to walk to create a both deep song but an educational well not educational but enjoyable song that doesn't necessarily bother the senses either way Kendrick See? Music you... oh my bad my okay. bad I'll let you finish no. retort I was gonna say but see I feel like there are Cole songs where you can do that okay like Forbidden Fruit that song, like, I can just go you, into you, that song. Yeah. <laughs> you good, you good. Or <laughs> <laughs> I could go into, like, <laughs> that was just funny when I, my bad. Or I could go into, like, For Your Eyes Only and Immortal, like, that song. Like, I feel like I'm that boy listening to that song. Right. But, like, when you really listen to the lyrics, kind of like, Dang, this this man living a sad life, especially at the end. No, dude. Um, or like, I, I kind of disagree with immortal a little bit. That just sounds sad. Immortal? Yeah, immortal isn't gave that, me oh, really? riding around the hood, drug dealer pops, which isn't an exactly. That's like, that's what it's know. supposed to do. Yeah, but, no, like, but it, if you're listening to the lyrics, you're like, dang. I feel like it's just feel sad. I think a better example for me would have been like Neighbors. I was going to say Neighbors, but then you cut me off. My B, I'm sorry. <laughs> you get it? I'm like, Sabotage, I like it. Huh? Sabotage. Sabotage, I like Sabotage. it. Sabotage. Sabotage. <laughs> Sabotage. Or like... I feel like change has this upbeat like beat to it, this upbeat sound to it. But as you're listening to the lyrics, you're like, like, dang, this ain't an upbeat song. I feel like those songs are like fairly good examples of like they have these beats or they play off of these like more upbeat type of rhythms, sounds. But like when you're really listening to them, you're not someone who's like these you're not listening to the life of someone who's living a beat life you're listening to the life of someone who's living a sad life okay hold on correct me if or, i'm wrong blow your eyes only is it from j cole's perspective it's like it. partially from his friends and partially from his there's some songs okay. that are his perspective there's some songs that aren't now question i want to put in there for debate is when it comes to these like real world experience perspective tracks, the, mm-hmm. the neighbors, the uh, the four year eyes only, the actual you know track, not the whole album itself. Mm-hmm. 
Jungle, Kendrick's Think About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. Uh, what else? The Art of Peer Pressure, things like that. Who executes mm-hmm. that better? Obviously, I, I think like Cole, but Kendrick. Out of out of Cole and Kendrick, I think Kendrick does it better. But that's the question I want you to argue for now, as a topic. Either you or for just... now, for, and I'll say Since this: we brought I'll up for your eyes only. I just wanted to bring that up too. To be, and I'm gonna say this to preference. I'll say this to preference what I'm about to say, but I think I think overall Kendrick does it better. I think he also does it slightly more often than Cole. Not even slightly. I think he does these perspective tracks a lot more often than Cole does. Because while Free Eyes Only is a like perspective album. He doesn't have a lot of albums where he's he's looking into the perspective of others. Yeah. I don't think he has a lot of songs where he's looking into other people's perspectives because Cole tends to write from his own perspective. That's what he's most usually in his pocket about. Writing about things he sees in his life and on a day to day basis, and I think if we were you were to say who writes about their own perspective better, I think it would be Cole. But if we're talking about from the perspective of others, I think it's Kendrick. Okay, adds to like, I feel like he kind of limits himself creatively at that point. For me, uh, I don't think introspection is important, but. Yeah. If he can also cover the other ground bases of like the opposite, if he can play devil's advocate, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here mm-hmm. down the list. Right. That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. The nuance uh, of but... life is very numerous. You can't just be one way. Mm-hmm. But I'll say, I'll say overall, I think. I think the idea of introspection to me is something that I resonate with more because I, I know my perspective on things. So it's oftentimes good to hear others perspectives. Mm. And I think Cole has a more balanced perspective based upon the life he grew up in, which interests me a bit. Okay. Uh, I want to, Suggest one thing, and then we can move on to like another set of two artists. That's cool. Sound good. good. Mm-hmm. All right. Each person from each team, just you know, we can take a little second to think about it. Pick a best song for the artist. I'm gonna go pick the best song for the artist, like my, of all time. My best. Well, that's not um, all time. Just for your perspective, like, all right, if I had to choose a Kendrick song to hold on to for life. The world's ending. I got a rack of CDs. I got this one Kendrick song burnt on the CD. I got this, this one Dick Cole song burnt on the CD. What's what called, song is that for you? The Star Killer. For Kendrick? For Kendrick? Well, and this no, is no, going to no, be just, a... Just for your side. Just for your side. Oh, for, for our side. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah. And then we All right. Kendrick. I was going to I was gonna say we should pick one for both, but that's cool. Because I, I, I think it would be Can't interesting. Be. Yeah, it would be interesting. Huh? Just get both. Yeah. That'd be I good. mean... All right. All right. There's two. Chris, how do you feel about it? Do you want to do one for both or just stick one for Kendrick? We can do both. That'd, that'd probably be fine. All right. Bet. 
Everybody uh, like a little intermission. Get track. I got my tracks already, so. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got mine for Kendra. I gotta really think it for Cole. Honestly. I think for Cole. Uh too many for Kendrick. Cause it was only like uh, three for me. Controversial take. I know a lot of people probably won't agree with me. Okay. But for Kendrick, uh I think my track has to be high power. Ooh, that's an interesting choice for real, bro. <laughs> that's an interesting choice. Don't get me wrong. I love tracks like uh, Dying of Thirst. I'm yeah. Dying of Thirst. Yeah, yeah. But I think High Power is like a good balanced track where we get a little bit of everything from them. Mm. That's a good one. That's a good one. I did not think anybody was going to say that one. Okay. Thanks, still got to think for Cole. What's your track for uh, Kendrick then, uh, Jeremiah? Uh... Okay, so I, I'm just I, okay. This is for your you, all of you guys' opinion. All right, so I was just gonna say all of the heart, just for one single track, bro. <laughs> all of the parts, <laughs> because I'm, I'm really thinking about it from like, uh, from from Shamar's question when it comes to like, okay, we're in an apocalypse, only got one one song in in the cassette tape. That's a that's like at least twenty some twenty some minutes, nearly thirty minutes of of of, of one song, bro. That, that that's where I'm going with that. <laughs> a long ass apocalypse. That's what I'm. Hey, bro. bro. Hey, and that's <laughs> and that's technically four tracks in one, bro. That's that's what I'm going for, bro. That's five tracks right. now. Oh yeah, you're, yeah, that's you're right. five. That's five. You right? That's five tracks now. So that's like five parts. That's like twenty. That's like nearly thirty minutes, bro. So we take those. What about Sorry, uh, the Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go. Element. Element. Element's All right. So good. Yeah, that was a great one. That's a great track. I love Element. And Cole. Uh, mentality. Vill mentality. I was thinking about that one, but that's not my choice. That's not, I like that one too. What about you, Chris? Your Kendrick track? So my Kendrick track probably would have to be Untitled One. I love the apocalypse kind of setting he sets on that track. Yeah. Okay, okay. And your Cole track? And the Cole track I would choose is Change. Change, okay. I was thinking about change too. Nice. What about your cold track, Jeremiah? If you have it yet. Mm. So this is gonna sound basic, all right? But this mm-hmm. is like the first um cold track that really got me in um in a J Cole when I was in middle school. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, she knows, man. That I, I was playing. Bro, that. I was playing. I that, was like, gonna say she knows. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I was. I that's was. Boring. I was bumping that like every other day, bro. That was that was definitely one of my favorites growing up. So. I kind of I kind of got a tie and I'm not sure which one I want to choose more but I think I'm going to go I think I'm going to go with apparently for J Cole. Oh, that's a good I one too. I that one then in contention too. I think I think that's would be my track but the other one I was thinking of was uh let go my hand. I really like mm. that song. Mm. But um real quick, real quick. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just interested to see what the Kendrick guys are going to say. And Jeremiah, since you don't really know a lot of Cole features, I won't make you answer unless you want to. But what's your right. favorite Kendrick verse? Uh, other side. So feature. Feature, yeah, anything. Verse. Feature on his song, whatever. That's a hard one. Okay, so there's this album that Dr. Dre had where I think it was like like a collab album with everybody from like the West Coast. Mm-hmm. It was called Deep Water, and his verse is really great on that. Either that or it had to been his Mona Lisa verses off of Quarter Five. All right. Um, honestly. I think ADHD has his most infectious, infectious flow ever. Mm-hmm. He's just beatboxing all over that damn beat, and it's hard to not want to be a part of it. Okay. Okay, cool. I think... Like, put on ADHD so this and way... play all the way through. You're going to hate yourself. I think, I think my favorite Cole feature, or my favorite Cole verse... At least it, this may be recency bias because this is a fairly newer song. Was it but Smita? I is just it is it love. No. Oh, okay. Okay. I was making sure. I was making sure. Don't interrupt me. Like, no, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> Whoa. Hey, yo, I'm on your team, bro. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm, joking, I'm about to go on their side. Uh, I bro. think. I think <laughs> my uh, favorite verse is is his uh, verse on the Benny the Butcher song. Ah, Daddy. yeah. Yeah. Good one. Because that is that is an amazing feature. Every time it comes on, I just, man, I think that has to be one of my favorite cold verses. Like I said, it may be recency bias. Nah, that, if I probably good. go and look at some other stuff, still good it might be you. like, nah, this is my favorite verse. But that is an amazing verse. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremiah, you got any verses in mind? Yeah. His yeah. song, other yeah. This is Mino. also going to no. Don't you ever interrupt, interrupt me like that again, bro. So no, honestly, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, man. This, this is also going to be a little bit of bias on my end too, bro. But um, uh, off his his uh feature with off these, bro. Man, definitely good feature with JID. Definitely, definitely good feature, mm-hmm. bro. Definitely good feature. So that that's my that's my choice, bro. But the one I think yeah, that's a good about. example. I think those two are good examples of his versatility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He can hop on most tracks, you know. But anyway. What's that song with, so, uh, what's his name? You know what? Forget about it. My bad. I don't want to interrupt. Go ahead. Go ahead, guys. So, uh, we, we, we talked about the, the, the mainstays of the labels. We let you guys have Kendrick for the sake of this argument. Um, but I think now let's shift to the, to the wider to the wider label let's shift to all the artists under the umbrella of dreamville versus td and we let you guys go first before so we'll go first this time Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll talk about why as a whole dreamville is better than td let's get into Uh, that (laughs) would you like me to kick it off jeremiah you want to kick it off Uh, I, i kicked it off last time so you go ahead and kick it off this time bro Dreamville as a whole is stacked 
like the Warriors. Stacked, stacked, stacked. J. Cole said it himself. J. Cole said himself. Dreamville has so many talented artists under its umbrella and so many great artists who are able to dip into so many different pockets of hip-hop. My bad. Uh, We got J.I.D., one of the biggest up-and-coming rappers right now. Possibly the best album of 2022. We all agree. We got... (laughs) (laughs) We have Earth Gang, a a duo of artists who... I know they hate this comparison. Uh, one, two, one, two, one, it's two. the only comparison sure. that could OBS possibly be well. made. Say something real quick. They have a similar style All right, cool. to the right. Yo, Atlanta duo of Outkast. Alright. You're good. You're good. Hello? All right, the Atlanta native natives Earth Gang, who kill, they have so many great projects. We have Cause, who Chris was dogging on earlier, but that Cause and Effect is a classic. He's got Knock the Hustle. We got Omen, someone who's been in the game for years. We got Boz, someone who's also been in the game for a couple of years, and I think his project Milky Way was one of the best projects that came out that yeah, year. Luke. A lot of great bangers, and he also has a couple of classics with Cole. He was one of the first few signed to Dreamville. We have Ari Lennox, amazing R&B voice. Someone who can rival many in the game. Ooh. There's so many amazing people on Dreamville, and then they're consistently dropping amazing projects. Not only, not only separately, but also together as the label, Dreamville has is all three of their Dreamville albums, one, two, and three. We also have the D-Day Project, which is a Dreamville album. We also have the Spillville, which is a separate entity, but they drop together under the banner of Dreamville. Because the last Spillville album was produced and set out by Dreamville. We have many great producers who will help out on the Dreamville side. And we have amazing top-tier lyricists all in Dreamville who are willing to put out projects time and time again. Since Dreamville's conception, we have not went a year without at least one Dreamville project. And oftentimes, we have more than one by more than one different artist. Dreamville is an amazing conglomerate of artists who are able to produce and drop Amazing content each Dang, time. Not decent. All right, now. All right, all right, now. All right, now. Y'all go ahead okay and give y'all mid answer, bro. Go ahead and give y'all. We've never answer. seen a bad oh, dream go out. Oh, me, <laughs> Jordan. That was great, bro. That was great. He even used con- conglomerate. He even. I want y'all to use a big word as conglomerate as Jordan did, bro, because y'all not hitting that, bro. Yeah, that was decent. It was all right. It was all right. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> Top Dog Entertainment. Top Dog Entertainment has been Top around Dog as the label. T D E two thousand four. T D E bitch. Heavy lane. <laughs> oh shit. Yep. All right. So how are we starting this off? 
Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. is a great songwriter. Kendrick Lamar is a great rapper. Kendrick Lamar is a part of TDE anymore. Kendrick PG Lang. Lamar and TDE. <laughs> no. okay. PG Lang. Okay. Hold on. I think I'm remembering what I came up with. TDE is, for one, older than Dream Home. That has nothing deal. to do with By a good yes, deal. It do. My yes, bad. It my do. bad. Yes, let me do. stop interrupting. My bad. Let, let me let me let you get your whole thought out, Shamar. My bad. With their age and and you know the talent that they have, you can almost look at TDA as sort of a developmental label institution. Before Kendrick Lamar took the reins, TDA has been one of their you know major level people. It was J Rock and Schoolboy Q. In those early days of TDE. As a label, we heard K- J-Rock and Schoolboy Q on the radio all the time, oxymoron, going crazy. Until Kendrick Lamar, through Section 80, through Good Kid, Mad City, was able to start being that top person. Now, J-Rock, Schoolboy Q, they sort of take that back seat, and that's okay. Through Good Kid, Mad City to, to Pimp Butterfly, we now have somebody else new in the game. This wonderful, wonderful woman named SZA, a great singer. Octaves, probably only able, only person that's probably topping her right now in terms of that nasal high falsetto, uh, Mariah Carey. So, Kendra drops an amazing album for the whole black community, Smith and Butterfly. SZA comes out with Control sometime later. And now Kendra takes that back seat. We now have SZA as our main woman. SZA disappeared again development. We have Isaiah Rashad. Uh, what do you... Alternative hip-hop, maybe? Boom, bap. I'm not it sure what okay. pocket it Isaiah okay. Rashad fits in. We, it's not boom, bap okay. for sure, though. We I, don't know, but okay. that shit is fire. And then it's we... Fire. Not, not, only, not only to mention, we had Schoolboy Q, who dropped the blank face OP. Straight bangers yeah. after bangers with that part. Thank you, Chris. And and thank you, Chris. And, you you remind yeah, exactly. While while yeah. these wonderful legends of the label aren't you know trying to become that top person, they've already submitted themselves. They're still creating great, authentic, consistent to themselves work. Also, since we're talking about Dreamville and Stillers Village, the Black Hippie Collective, um, you know, reinvented the posse cut, made it you know, comfortable for a bunch of niggas to hop on a song and make it 10 minutes long if they want to. I don't know where Dreamville might have got that inspiration, but I know TDE has already been doing it. They are special. Uh, I'm that shit. R&B, R&B talent coming up late 2016, 2017, sir. Great male vocals. Dochi, female rappers. Love that race time. Amazing. All I'm trying to say is that Top Dog, though you might feel they're inconsistent, they create great talent that lasts for time forever. It doesn't matter. Control is still a great album. And SZA just made a, we, got, we got great. Pro, we got a great producer, Sound Wave. He, he be making. He be making all the beats on these albums. Like, come on. Don't even matter what you're on. It's, 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 it's a hard battle. It's a hard battle. They don't need a lot, but they know when they pick something, it's, it's gold. Every time. Every time. 
Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, uh, I was listening. So all I just want to say, um, that was horrible. Do better. Okay. Okay. All right. Kind of mid. All right. Just like KOD. Just like KOD. Get a bite, dick. Get a bite, dick. What is that? <laughs> so, so um, I just want to address a couple of things, right? Um, you lost. It's okay. Nah, that's that's not <laughs> what I'm addressing. First off, I want to address the fact that uh, you guys keep on mentioning this uh, Kendrick Lamar fellow. Oh. He's he's not even he's not even. We let you have him for the main lighter, for the okay. sake of the argument. Okay. But he's no longer. He's no right. longer part of your label. Let let's let's go ahead and get down to that fact. Second off, um, you guys brought up time periods like <sighs> a has been around <laughs> since two thousand whatever. No one no one cares. Let's be honest here. Time has nothing to do with how good or bad a label is. We've seen yeah, labels around for multiple years. Okay, I want you to name more than more than four people from Young Money. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was more than four eh, people. Yep. Eh. Kind of mid. Don't look it up. You guys, name you them guys right try now. Look. You guys try. Just like Katie. Just like, just like Okay. Huh? Did you say? Gotta go. Gotta. I know. I'm trying to hear Chris. What did he say? Birdman. Birdman. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You, you must not know. Okay. And I want you to tell me how many amazing projects Birdman has put out. Talk. Talk about it, Bird. Hey man, I fucked with Tyler. Trying to do correlation at the houses, but now y'all leaning on him like a like a like a pillar. I didn't say uh, they've that's... been around for a long time that they're good. I'm just stating their history. No, no, no. I'm this, this is I'm this saying. is an argument fallacy right now. I'm what saying. is that? Uh, Strongman argument? There you go. I'm saying. No, it don't. <laughs> so, so the I have no problem with establishing history, Shamar. It's just that your partner. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Nicki Minaj somehow had something to do with them being better. And generic, generic street nigga number five. I'm stating here. I said generic street nigga number five. Around so long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people still say, yo, put on that bird, man.
Sim. I don't know, man. Like Father, like Son, that album was great. Priceless, that came out in two thousand nine. Uh, that one was cool. And Birdman, which was the album by Birdman in two thousand two. That album was also really good. There you go. To put name three albums. Really good music, and is more consistent. <laughs> Definitely didn't read them on Google either. Putting out good music. I don't. I don't think that TD somehow mm-hmm. puts out bad music. I just don't think. They're nearly as consistent, and I don't think as a label they have the same record with putting out these consistent, really I, good projects. I guess, if anything, you could, I mean, I guess the argument could be okay, since they've been around longer, that they're, that they're, that they're more established. But then again, this is Dreamville, bro. Every single one of these artists that signed under Dreamville already have a really strong repertoire of music and, and diversity to where it's like bro you, you can have years but you know where is the catalog you know what i mean comparing each other's resume and catalog bro it, it's it's pretty it's pretty hard to compare when it comes to dreamville with again with, with earth game argument again still under Dream- dreamville not like kd all of these all these artists have Crazy still call back catalog to these past of music, right? albums and even then when we're talking about JID, bro. Label. Like I can point to be, I can point to the JID album yeah. and be like, all of those albums are consistently really well made. Or mm-hmm. I can point to the Boz albums mm-hmm. and be like, all of these albums are consistently well made. Or the Earth Gang albums, etc., etc. I think. Mm-hmm. In, PD has a problem where oh, nah. before they lost Kendrick Lamar, they relied so heavily on Kendrick Lamar. I don't think that's necessarily true. And 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 to be real with you, you but have I other will say artists this, though, like J Rock or Schoolboy Q who were, uh, have um, agree, established themselves that in when the they game. Do put out a good for project. It's, a, it's a very really long project. time. You know, I think not, we bring not, up Kendrick mostly guys, because. He's been Michael a big Jordan, part it, of T D. And much like J. Cole has been a big part of Dreamville, you would have you would it'd be a the, very the huge disconcerting thing for you to discredit him and not bring on, him up. On, on, compared to both, I think both that once more consistent. Bringing up T D E's legacy does not mean we're relying on their what they we, they used to be. It's relying on how they have made great albums from last few decades or years and how a bunch of newer artists on Dreamville it's very hard for them to uphold to that standard we hold, we held TDE to um who would you say though who would i say though yeah who would you say it's hard for them to uphold mm-hmm. in Dreamville okay so for me personally, I feel that the Blank Face LP is a great uh, kind of um, ex- example of that. Is which you have this amazing LP by Schoolboy Q, be... and then oh, you okay. go to Sorry, the right. Never Story by JID, 
And don't get me wrong, it's a great album. I feel as if that putting them on par right when that album came out or anything like that and not giving them the time to grow was kind of a severe mistake. And I feel as if that right. making TDE, that saying that Dreamville, just because they put out more music as of late, is makes them a lot more better and more consistent. I think that we confuse consistency with the fact that TDE barely puts out any albums, but when they do, it, they drop bangers after bangers. And saying that because they don't drop it as much hurts their... Hurts their uh, what was that? Sorry to interrupt, but I don't quite understand what you're saying before about JID uh, and Schoolboy Q. Dreamville puts out, we have a high output, but mm-hmm. is it all substantial? Is it all necessary? Is the context of it really worthwhile? Sure, TV I think putting out a lot, they make sure they have something to say. They do it when the time is right. J. Cole out right. here making songs so, on Twitter reaction. That's crazy. To Not rebuttal. To rebuttal a bit. To rebuttal a bit. I don't think I don't think necessarily anything is ever necessary. I don't think any album ever put out is necessary, to be fair. And then secondary to that. I think we say what's necessary and what's not, and we say what's good and what's not. I think all everything they put out has been a really good album, a really good project. The D-Day project, I think, was really good, and it increased ticket sales for uh, what they were about to, to go and do, and it put out a lot of hype songs that were good for good crowd growth and good crowd reaction i think that's the purpose of the d-day album so we say it was necessary yes if we're looking at it from that view but could we say it was necessary altogether no if we're looking at it from that view i don't think we can necessarily go and look at albums and say what's necessary and what's not and then just as well i'd say that it if it's consistently good, if we're consistently getting really good projects from someone, that's amazing, especially with a high output. I won't discredit TDE. When they put out, it's a banger. It is always a banger, whatever they put out. They take a lot of time and add to it. But Dreamville also puts out at a much higher rate, and they're, they're always bangers. That's what I'm saying here. So I'm saying if we're you, having... I want to tell you a difference, right? I listen mm-hmm. to Mr. Moran and Big Steppers. Great production. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I listened to The Forever Story by J.I.D. And on more than one track, I could hear the air freshener with no batteries in it deep in the back of But like his fire alarm. I all good. See... In production and high output is at the its best quality, and these are the things see, that like look at. I can hear that. See, but it, my my thinking is there's someone there to clean that up. I don't think it's just randomly there because radar. I think, for example, 
the production is very odd on that track, but it worked for that track. I think it's not there if they don't want it to be there, first off. And then second off, we all decided that we enjoyed the Forever Story as like our favorite album of 2022. Does it have to do with the consistency in production? Granted, I enjoy it, yeah. But I can still critique it. I wish production was better. I can still critique Mr. You see, but production isn't something that is a one-all be-all for everyone. Like, for example, uh, let's, let's go outside this argument for a little bit. JPEG Maki is like okay. artist that I'm going outside of the argument just for a little bit. JPEG Mafia is someone who I think has very odd production style. They, they have, yes, beats where it's literally like a spray can rattling and it's included in a song. I know people who hate that. They don't like the production of his music. They don't like how his music sounds. I, in fact, love the rawness of the sound and love the fact that it's, it sounds like he just took something he was randomly doing and added to the track. I don't think we can say for a fact that it this production is better than this production just because we like this production more or dislike this production more. And then there's also the idea of inherently we don't know exactly what the artists we're going for because we're not the artists. Because I think in my head, the 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 forever story not being as clean as the Mr. Morale makes sense in my head because we're also getting told the story of this young guy who grew up in the ghetto, got into fights, was not living in the best housing, got kicked out of school, did all of these things. To me, I wouldn't want a production sound that's incredibly clean. To me, it makes sense that it's not yeah. incredibly clean. Yeah. While Mr. Morale is, we're getting this in, introspection, the thoughts of a grown man as he's looking back at his life and re recontextualizing things. I think the production there needs to be cleaner. So that's how I feel about that personally. You can make it think... mental on purpose, and you can mm -hmm. go. Like, you know, it's been done before in terms of, you know, bringing raw things into production. But um, intent is, well, okay. If the beat wasn't there in, you know, the Never Story tracks or the Forever Story right in my bed, um, if you didn't hear it, if it wasn't there, you probably wouldn't notice. You probably wouldn't care. But it's there, and for you, you know, like you said, it makes sense. But the raw fact is, his audio track, you know, wherever he was recording, was not soundproof enough against that beat. And whoever was mixing his audio did not say, hey, man, you know, we need to tap you in here, maybe, or like, whatever. They didn't do that. They just left it in. Uh, me, personally, I don't I think that's bad video recording. That's okay, though, I guess. But I'm looking at that. Like, your team, your team producers allowed that to slide. 
I don't think Sean Wade would have did that, you know. But yeah, go on, Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, uh, I just think that's a part of the track. I, I honestly believe that that's a part of what the track should be in my head. Okay. Because, because like like we're saying, Dreamville produces for a lot of people, right? They do have tracks where the production is incredibly clean, and you don't hear things like that. So, for it to be on that track, Hick, I think that was intentful. Like you just mentioned intent earlier. While, to be fair, we never know exactly what the intent of things are unless we're that person. Like, it's the idea that are we really critiquing a book based off of how uh, the author saw it, or are we critiquing it based off of our own interpretations and our own intent? Sure, that's a factor, but in my head, that was the purposeful intent for those recordings to not be as clear as the most clear tracks. And then there's other tracks in Dreamville, like the off-season. I think all of those tracks the production is incredibly clear and there's none of the these things in it you understand what i'm saying in that i'd rather have consistent quality over consistent quantity and i think that tde kind of delivers in that sense most i think Nigga, no. I, like, I feel like I feel like you could feel the tension. You know, it took me a minute. It took me a minute, Ross. Um, <laughs> what what I'm saying is, I'm saying that the quality is exactly what they want it to be for whatever track they're doing. That's what I'm trying to argue here. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. My counterstatement to that is that TDE just produces better quality in the music and has a higher standard. I wouldn't 100% agree with that either. Okay. Uh, For example, I I decided to listen to one of your new guys on TDE. I can't read. I okay. think his name is Vance or Vince or something. Ravon. Ravon. Ravon, that's his name. And the song I listened to, it wasn't necessarily the best track I'd heard. It, and it, it's only it's only a minute forty six seconds. Consistent quality is the word. You know, when um, T.D. Jakes um, rolls up on stage. Lot. I enjoyed his <laughs> part a lot, but I don't think it was the highest quality track I've heard. And it was supposed to be, like, right. I believe it was his, like, debut for T.D. It may no, not have been. I'm dead, I'm dead, no, I'm dead. But it wasn't? Okay. He's been signed for a feel better about it. He's been signed for a minute. That makes me feel better about it. But... I didn't I didn't care for 
that song a whole lot. Bro, dog yeah, I don't fire. think it had you can't tell me otherwise. It, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's a good song. I'm just saying it didn't have the best production I had heard from a TDE album. So anyway, the that's so I don't think always TD has the best. I think generally speaking, they do have some of the best production. But for for us to say they always do, I don't think it's true either. And then also, no offense, but TD did put out Untitled Unmastered, which is almost productionless. Hold up. Nah. Uh, More so cut. What'd you say? Anything, but okay. What? I don't think productionless is the right terminology there. Yeah, production okay. was not the right terminology. What would you say is the a right? Bunch of audio files of Kendrick rapping over nothing, which we've gotten on Twitter. Fucking him doing sample tracks with people. But Untitled okay, Unmastered yeah. is more so a collection of like cut content. Not yet. Completed songs, but contextually and artistically without a home. Okay, I'll give you that. Oh, okay, okay. Hold up. Before before we continue on with this uh before we continue on with this uh debate, uh congrats to Naomi Osaka and Corday. They're expecting a child now. Hey. Yeah, yo, they're expecting a child. I mean, it's speed running life. <laughs> he got a baby on the way. Little CJ. <laughs> <laughs> YBN CJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we yeah. can go back to it. All right. Uh, we can go singer for singer. Is it gonna wash? That's all I'm saying. Which is two albums and a couple songs. Uh, I don't think we need to go. Uh, singer for singer, we already know who that one is. Okay. To be honest, I love Ari Lennox. I love Ari Lennox, but we know the answer there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's just one of those that what? you just see it and you're just like, dang. But that's what I'm saying, bro. This man did a whole TED Talk panel about how to be successful. Now he got a baby. That's crazy. Love Ari. Man. Okay, Little CJ. Corday Jr. She didn't even get invited. No, YBN CJ. She was already there. What you talking about? She was invited to the cookout. All right, back to it, though. She's been there. 
She was already there. You guys want to switch topics? Got a cook out of her house or you guys right want to still, still stick on the production? Or, or I forgot how you guys described it. Because uh, you guys said that you didn't want to use production. So how how you guys feeling? Uh, All right. All right. I think we'll probably need to wrap up soon because Chris needs to go to class. Damn, he put he he put up all me. You see how he saw that? <laughs> yeah, to to be fair, but we, we know the answer. Honestly, for the debate, I I, I didn't right. know if I was allowed to just say, hey, bro, let's they, they got that one, bro. Let's go ahead no offense to any Ari Linux fans, because we're, we're also Ari Linux fans, but, like, bro, it, it's SZA, bro. It, like, it, it's SZA. Next one, uh, Bog versus Schoolboy Q. That sounds good. Start from there. Sure, I guess All we right. can continue this on to the next wanna... episode. That works. I give everybody time Ari, to, Ari like, great. prepare an actual, get some listening hours in. Always. She welcome to the cookout, of course, as well. Make an effort. You know? Always. Um, always. Uh, I'm going to well, be honest. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm saying this uh, mainly she's for the pop up of TD because I, I enjoy this artist from oh. TD. But um, I I don't know who we're going to She was already there, bro. Isaiah Rashad because he has such yeah. an interesting sound. It's very different from... Most hip hop artists. Probably chilling right now. I was looking at Dreamville and I saw um, this thing y'all know. Like, we recording for hour and sixteen. Uh, he so isn't. Going, he isn't. He just happens to be a part right of a gang, uh, a super oh, group Lord. with JID. Okay. And Shmino. Oh, I forgot mm. about one forty one. Which is interesting. They call it Zoint Gang. But uh, yeah, this I man goes to Clemson University. He's going to Miss Carolina class. Uh, um, up, um, learning psychology, classes, and all. I love uh, Guap Dad, and <laughs> I never knew that. I mean, yeah, I just looked up. You know, oh yeah, we got we got to come back in though. We're going to come back in for for the next he episode, there. so we can finish this up. Oh, so he is signed to Dreamville. I never knew that, and I love Guap Dad for that. Yeah, he has a lot of really good songs. Oh yeah, he got yeah. interesting everything. I'll, oh, actually, I just looked at. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. actually, no. I just yeah. looked at his Twitter and he says, I'm not even signed to Dreamville. I just get along with them. That's crazy. <laughs> Why was that on Twitter, bro? What the heck? Twitter? Was that a recent tweet? Was that just now? Did you message him? Let me, let me see. He... Hey, Guap Dad, you on Dreamville? Nah, bro, I just cool. We could. The fuck is Dreamville? <laughs> yeah, he put, he put that. Well, that that was in 2020. That was in 2020. So maybe he got signed to them since then. Because everywhere I'm looking has him on Dreamville, but like that tweet is from 2020. He says, "Nigga, I'm not even on Dreamville." I'm gonna go look at his music and see if uh, it's under the Dreamville label. And let's see his last Dreamville Records, Township, and Warner Records. See, but I'm looking at his music, and none of it has uh, none of it has him under has has been produced by Dreamville. 
Yeah, none of his albums or releases have Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's such well, a random place to find that information. Yeah, I, don't, I, I just get with him. We ain't signed to him. <laughs> You can find any. You can find any. Yeah, I don't see any of this. Any accurate information on Bill, so I would say no. Not yeah, I'd say negatory. I'm cool with them, bro. But anyway, um, say Dreamville. Who? Let's go ahead and end the episode there, guys. Dreamville, but I'm not even tired. Uh, we'll, <laughs> 2020. We'll continue this episode. Uh, yeah. We'll continue this this uh debate next week. You gentlemen have a good evening. Uh, Forget everybody about your head. This is a talk podcast with Gray. Someone else can say bye on their own name. That ain't my job. But, but, but. The more you know. The more you know. Uh, uh, this is Chris, and they're not dropping that album. That shit died years ago. Fuck, we didn't bring that shit up. Damn. (laughs) Fuck. No, we had, man, we almost died. We almost killed the running joke. They did bring it up earlier. No, we didn't. Yeah, you did. Did I I bring up the big name? Oh my god. Negatory. Share this podcast or the little Kendrick Lamar puppet will pop up in your room. This has been Shamar. I hope y'all have enjoyed. Alright, catch you guys on the next episode. Okay. Everybody bow your heads. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. <laughs> y'all know all right guys uh it's been it's been real uh it's been Jer- jeremiah and um at the end of the day kendrick cole you need to drop this album by the end of the year bro letting y'all know uh the big day's better though it's gonna be better That's why I brought it up now because I forgot we had to bring it up. <laughs> oh, wait, no, Chris, you did. You actually did. Yeah, you actually brought it up. Yeah, yeah, you brought up the big day. I forgot about that. <laughs> Peace.